order to meet the Lord's present need, we must first recall our past experiences and vision. Second, we have to respond to the Lord's attraction and calling. Third, we have to renew our past commitment and consecration. Witness Lee, Messages Given to the Working Saints, page 366, Living Stream Ministry. This week, we begin a new series titled The Backbone of the Church Life, with brothers and sisters from different localities testifying of their experiences in the church life. This meeting was held during the 2015 International Memorial Day Conference in St. Louis, Missouri. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes. Well, we're very thankful that the Lord has given us another opportunity for us to come together with those in our age group to have some fellowship. And just to give some background about this burden for our age group, uh, in this book, Messages Given to the Working Saints, Brother Lee refers to the Working Saints as the backbone of the church. He says, the Working Saints are the backbone of the church. When a man has trouble with his backbone, his whole body is in trouble. The older folks are especially careful to protect their backbones. The backbone is a very important part of man's body. In the same way, the Working Saints are very important in the new way in the Lord's recovery. So just as our backbone is so crucial for our physical body uh, in moving, in functioning, in carrying things out, so the working saints are also crucial to the body of Christ for moving, for functioning, and for carrying things out. And so about eight years ago, the brothers uh, really picked up this burden that the the working saints, as the backbone, would would grow in life, would be perfected, and would function organically in the church life so that the recovery could go on and that the body of Christ could be built up. Uh, As we were praying before this time, it came out in the prayer that we don't want the Lord to wait for another generation. We don't want to have to delay the Lord any longer for his return. Rather, we like to be the dispensational instrument that the Lord needs to return. So we hope that this time, this uh, gathering would be one of mutuality, where in all the testimonies, in all the sharing, there would be the mutual fellowship and the mutual encouragement. In my, in my own personal experience, I feel like as life, goes, as life goes on, life only gets busier. And we get pulled in many directions with our job, with our family, uh, with the church life. And so... We need the mutual encouragement, and we need the uh, mutual inciting of one another to go on. And I really uh, was touched by this portion later in the same chapter in the section titled, Meeting the Lord's Present Need. Brother Lee says, In order to meet the Lord's present need, we must first recall our past experiences and vision. I believe all of you have had some experiences and some vision in the past. Now we have to recall them. Second, we have to respond to the Lord's attraction and calling. The fact that you're here today proves that the Lord has attracted you from within. In this attraction, there is a calling that calls us to meet the need of the Lord in the new way today. Third, we have to renew our past commitment and consecration. In the past, many of us have had a heart for the Lord and have consecrated ourselves to the Lord. Now we need to have these renewed. So may the Lord use our time together today to to encourage all of us, to help us recall our past experiences and vision, to attract us afresh, and to help us renew our consecration to him and to his purpose. Amen. Amen. Um, we encourage, like to encourage um, anyone to give a, give a testimony of how in your respective localities you have uh, experienced Christ. 
And just from my personal experience, it's whenever the, these times occur and the brothers made similar announcements, um, my first reaction is always, well, my, my life is kind of boring. <laughs> Most of it is just filled with uh, kind, kind of mundane tasks, right? And sometimes maybe, well, Lord, I, I don't feel like I'm, I've been too victorious in the church life. But like Brian has shared, this is a time of mutual encouragement. And none of us are fully there yet. So and we're all learning, and we all should have a spirit of learning. So uh, you just like to open up. Um, if the Lord has already put something within you to share with the saints, either a positive experience or even a, a negative one that you've learned from, um, yeah, please, please uh, be encouraged to come up and share your experience. Um, I've been appreciating Zechariah 4.10. It says, who has despised the day of small things? And I'm a mother with four small children, all under the age of five, and my life is very chaotic and very interrupted. Um, but recently, I've, I've been enjoying having a spiritual pursuit that is full of small things. <laughs> um, before children, I had a very solid pursuit. I had solid times in the ministry, in the word with the Lord. Um, and now that I have children, all of that is the past because I don't have any solid time anywhere. Um, but I've, I've um, enjoyed just a few small things that I've realized had made a really big difference. So I just wanted to share some of them. Um, one is that every morning I've been endeavoring to find my morning revival book and to um, place it somewhere where I can see it so that when I get a chance, I can grab it and read some of it. So often I put it on the dining room table, and when I'm trying to coax a little one to eat, I can have it there and be reading the verses or praying the verses. Um, it's still very interrupted. I never get to read it all and underline it as I would like to, but I've realized that makes a really big difference. Um, I've also uh, started subscribing to Emana, so somehow I always have time to check my email. So when I do that, I have been practicing to open my Emana first. And maybe I don't read it all, but at least read the verses, pray something, get into it just a little bit, depending on my time. And that also has made a difference. Um, another thing is my husband and I bought a good Bluetooth speaker, and as he said, I can blare it above the children and above the cooking noises, and I've been able to listen to tons. And it, again, it's not uninterrupted. I'm, you know, I'm drawn away taking care of things, but I just have it playing when I'm cooking, and I have it playing when I'm doing laundry or folding laundry, and um, I've also I've gotten through a lot that way. So it seems like it's small, but the, the little bit I get from that has been a big help. And then the, the last thing was endeavoring to open my home. Um, really quick, before children, I would not open my home unless it was clean and orderly. And we did open it because our home was usually clean and orderly. But now my home looks like a tornado has hit it. And the saints will all testify to that. But um, we are endeavoring just to open it. So when the saints come, I say, welcome to the chaos and be careful. And they have to step over things. But we have an open home. And as a mother, that makes me still feel a very vital part of the church life. I can't be in the structured meetings that much anymore, but I see the saints every day because they're in my home. So I want to encourage all the moms, don't despise a day of small things. Amen. Um, along the same lines, last, uh, I'm not sure which young adults fellowship, I think it was the last one, a, a, a dad, a new dad said he would leave his newborn in the car seat and call someone for three minutes. 
and it inspired me so much. So I, I have a toddler, and I'm also in grad school, and it's crazy. So I, and it, that testimony really encouraged me, and so um, Tammy and I and a bunch of other moms, we barely get to see each other. And so uh, we decided that we will call each other once a week. And since I'm the grad student and I'm always scheduled and my phone will ding me and I'll call the sister every week and I'll tell, remind the whole group to call each other once a week. Anyways, so that's a small thing, but I just realized if you're desperate, um, you know, if we have five minutes to check your email, then I surely have two minutes to call someone and touch my spirit. And uh, just, I just wanted to echo something that was shared this morning. If we look at ourselves, then... We cannot even be here, but we are here because there's a vision, right? And so we are here. Sorry, I don't know why I'm crying. It's useless. Once you become a mom, you end up crying all the time. So, uh, Anyways, we're here because we see a vision, and we're here speaking uh, in spite of who we are to become this vision. Amen. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Um, okay, so my name is Matt, and I'm from Champaign. Um, and just like the rest of the... Um, and so, uh, uh, so it's been about less than a year since I graduated the full-time training, and uh, um, the you know the next step was uh, to pay off my loans. And so um, it was by the Lord's sovereignty just that I was able to get um, just a part-time job at, at the beginning, but this past month it's uh, has increased to a full-time job. Um, and so. <clears throat> Uh, during the time when I was uh, just uh, part-time working, uh, it was really, uh, really enjoyable because I was able to participate with the, the serving team um, in the mornings and have appointments with uh, the uh, students. And also, um, uh, one of the things was, was, uh, that was useful um, in my pursuit of the Lord was just even the full-time visiting, visiting me at, at, my, uh, at my office. And... Um, <clears throat> Uh, but now it's it's like really it's really different working full time now. Like I don't have time for much at all. Um, but I was really just encouraged when just like um, just praying over the phone uh, during my break um, with a full time or, or even uh, reading the ministry. And, uh, and even um, one of the brothers, he was sharing his experience of uh, of how to or like what he does after. After he uh, eats lunch, because um, usually he gets tired after he eats each eats uh, lunch, and so uh, he learned to, just to walk around, walk uh, around the building, um, just praying. And uh, I, I've been uh, practicing uh, this, and it's been really helpful, helpful Amen. for me just to touch the Lord. Amen. Amen. Just a quick reminder, saints: when you come up, mention your name and your locality. Thank you. Amen. My name is William. I'm from the church in uh, Riverside, California. Um, and I just wanted to share with you, saints, uh, that uh, it's never too late to go to the training. And we hear this all the time. You know, some of us that, are, that are, have been born in the church, we hear, oh, go to the training, go to the training, go to the training. Actually, I never went to the full-time training. But uh, I, I recently enrolled in the uh, full-time training online, and I've, I've really, really been enjoying it. Uh, I encourage you, if you have 10 hours a week, or even if you don't make 10 hours a week, uh, it, it is so enjoyable. Um, they're eight weeks long, and you just you get into the, the same classes that are at the, the trainees get into, and they're really, really, really enjoyable. I, I really encourage you to do it. Um, after, after I graduated college, I, I didn't go to the training. I'm sure there's some here that, that didn't go to the training, and sometimes we feel like, 
oh, if we didn't go to the training, then, you know, we, we, we don't know how to serve the right way. But, like, uh, you know, that's not true. I've actually, I'm, I'm from Riverside, California. There, there's trainees everywhere. Um, and there's teams going to all these campuses, and, and some people ask me, you know, I'm in that age group, and they say, oh, you didn't go to the training? No, I didn't go to the training. So, well, you look like you went to the training. You seem like you went to the, you act like you went to the training. No, I never went to the training. But just because we don't go to the training, some of us don't get that opportunity. Go if you can. But there is, we're all, we're all full-time. We're all, we're, we're all in a training. Amen. Our life is a training. So if you do get a chance, go to the online training. But just remember that you know, we're, we're all full-time. Amen. There's no such thing as, uh, as being a part-time Christian. Amen. You know, being in the priesthood, our full-time job is to be a priest serving the Lord full-time. Amen. I'm Joyce Lutz from Chicago, and I asked my spiritual companion. Diane Fausto from Indianapolis. Um, I just wanted to share something we've been enjoying. Um, we've been going through, pre-reading the message outlines together during lunch. And um, it was during one of these times of gatherings that I was so helped by many of the testimonies shared and especially touched by many of the working saints who who talk about how they use their lunch hour to pursue the Lord in some way. And during the conference, Diane really shepherded me by saying we could have 15-minute phone appointments during lunch once a week to get into the conference outlines and the verses and just pray read a few points every week until we got through them all. And these times were just so supplying and enjoyable to me. This really, really encouraged me because as a working one, I often feel like my schedule is so inflexible or limited as it is, but I was still looking to the Lord for a a way to have a sustainable time to pursue the truth in a deeper way, in a regular way. And so... Sometimes we might skip a week, or it's even been a while since we've been very regular, but I was just encouraged again that it's so helpful to be accountable to one another. And I work in a cube, but I would go to a conference room, and Diane would go to her car, but for 15 minutes to be able to pray with someone concerning God's economy at work has always been just so enjoyable, so energizing, and a real blessing. So I think the Lord, he's bringing us on and giving us ones to be accountable to. Amen. Hi, Saints. My name is Benjamin Chang. I meet in church in L.A., and... um, Behind me is. Would you like to introduce yourself? Okay. Behind me is uh, Tina. She meets in church in Boston. We're we're getting married next month, so um, a little bit of our experience in the Lord lately has been regarding the whole courting process. I won't go into the details, but um, what's been the richest and I feel like the most revealing to the Lord has really been in light of these recent summer train and summer winter trainings um, on the life on Exodus, and um, it's been a real. I think it's been a real. Um, such a big help, and it's been what's kept me in the church life, is seeing that the Lord wants to gain completely equipped, uh, complete and fully equipped workers for Him, and that this isn't just limited to spiritual giants. He wants to do this kind of work in in every one of us, and um, so especially this matter of how the Lord called Moses to to He performed three miracles in Moses' eyes, and then one of them was He called Moses to throw down His staff. And um, those of you who've read the life study, we all know it represents anything or person, any earthly thing we depend on. It could be our career, our, our finances, our relationships. And um, in that sense, the Lord has been shining so intensely. 
And I just want to give a short testimony to illustrate how this really needs to all become our experience. We all need to let go of that thing we depend on the most. Um, and not even, it could not even be a good or bad thing, but anything earthly thing can be a, a place where Satan, that snake, can be um, hidden. And if we don't grab that, if we don't throw it down first and let Lord expose that, grab it by the tail, then, then that, that thing could very easily bite us. It could drug us. It could cause us to be completely um, just just um, paralyzed. And I would, that's really the extent of my experience with the world is serving full time, but still, you know, living in this world that we're in, in this day and age, it's so easy to be um, drugged by the world system. Even, amen. So um, praise the Lord, you know. Thank, thank the Lord for just, he's bringing us on, dealing with these idols one by one, so we can be complete, qualified, and equipped workers for him. Amen. Amen, saints. My name is Ryan Pester. I'm in the church in Anaheim. I've been serving um, for a few years. Um, and I just wanted to give you a little encouraging report. This last, actually last weekend, we had a, a young adults conference for the young adults in the churches in Anaheim, Cyprus, and Orange. And the topic of the conference was the, uh, the recovery of the priesthood for God's building. And during that time, the, we had some, some brothers from the churches come and share some of the messages from the conference, from the Itero conference, and also the last message of the semi-annual uh, training on Exodus. Um, and I was just encouraged that the priesthood is something that we all, even as young adults, we should be entering into. Um, and the pre, you know, in Exodus, the Lord told Moses on the mountain after he had brought the children of Israel out, he said, you shall be to me a kingdom of priests. Um, and his desire was that we would all be priests. Um, and I just appreciated seeing again what the real meaning of, uh, of a priest is. It's not somebody who does something, but the brothers shared to be a priest is not to do something, but it's to, to stop and to come to the Lord and be filled with the Lord. Amen. And the real meaning of a priest you can see when you look at the picture of the priest in the Old Testament was that they were ones who, right, they, uh, in comparison to the children of Israel who lived off of the manna, the priests lived off of all the offerings, right? And they also wore the priestly garments and they lived in the tabernacle. So everything that they ate, they wore, and, they, and their dwelling place was just a picture of Christ. Uh, Christ was the reality of all these things. And I, anyway, this time with the, all the young adults, I think it was a real encouragement to all of us that we, uh, we, in the Lord's recovery, even we as the young adults, we need to enter into this kind of priesthood. We need to be those who are spending time with the Lord day by day to be filled with him so that we could supply and minister to him for the building up of his body. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.com.